This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 153. Hello, veterinary friends. It's a beautiful day here in sunny Florida, and I feel so blessed to be here. There has been so much terrible weather around the country this week, and I just want to wish all of you the best, no matter where you are. I hope that your weather is good and that your life is going well, especially to those of you that were in the path of the bad weather that we had here this week in the United States. There was a path of really terrible weather with multiple tornadoes, and many people suffered a lot of loss. And it was a terrible thing to see on the news. And so I pray for all of the people that were in the direct path of that bad weather and all the people that are being still affected by it. If you know anyone that needs support, please let me know and I'll do what I can to spread the word and help in any way possible. I hope you enjoyed the podcast that I did last week with Dr. Brent Calhoun. He's an amazing veterinarian with a really inspiring story. And next week, I'm excited to announce that I have two very special guests on the podcast with me. They are both veterinarians, mothers, and they have served in the military. They have really interesting and inspiring stories, and I hope you can listen next week to the podcast to hear them. If you listen, you'll get to know Dr. Monica Jones and Dr. Stephanie Reinhardt. They're incredible human beings that I've gotten to know through my life coaching, and I knew that they would have some important things to share with you, some life lessons, so to speak. So listen to that podcast next week, or if you want to see us, it will be on YouTube shortly after it's released, hopefully, if you want to see it and see us record. So today on this podcast, I want to talk about procrastination. Now, I know we've talked about this subject before, but it's such a big problem for most of us, and me included, and so I thought it would be a great thing to talk about this week again and hopefully take it from a little bit different angle than I've talked about it in the past. The end of the year is always a stressful time for us. Um, If you're a mother like I am and you have a lot on your plate working and um, all the holiday things that come up, and I think it gives us, the stressful time, gives us a great excuse to procrastinate. And we procrastinate the things that are super important. Things like exercise, our proper nutrition, And even the resolutions that we made earlier in the year seem to fall by the wayside when we get to this time in December. So I don't know if you've experienced the thought, this thought, but my brain wants to keep telling me that it's no use working hard at the end of the year because I'm too busy with work and holiday preparations to spend time working towards my goals. So I put things off. I think that January, I'll start anew, I'll make new resolutions. And so this classic procrastination thinking just flares up for me, and it probably does for you too. My chihuahua brain scary thought number one, and it's a lie really, it kind of goes like this. I think about the things that I want to get done, I have some fear, then I make an excuse, then I rationalize that excuse, 
I distract myself by doing something easy so I don't have to feel the pain of making a decision and taking action towards something that's very important. So if your Chihuahua brain gives you that pattern of scary thoughts that leads you down the path to procrastination, that's what we're going to work on a little bit today. So as this year comes to a close, I want you to think about how you are procrastinating on yourself, to yourself, and then I want to give you some tools to help you not give in to that procrastination. So one of the thoughts that my Chihuahua brain continuously comes up with is there are so many things to do and not enough time to do them. I say it out loud. I think it all the time that I've got all these things on my plate and there just isn't any time. And that is a lie. That Chihuahua brain is trying to keep me safe and trying to get me to hide out and not do the things that I really want to do. And because I think this thought so often, I start to believe it, right? A belief is a thought that we continue to think over and over again. But this thought seems really accurate in December. And so it's even harder for me to work through. Something about the approaching new year, the approaching year end, makes me feel so much pressure to get everything done quickly and efficiently. And so instead of trying to accomplish my big goals that I have set for myself, I get distracted with the day-to-day task, the immediate responsibilities that come along with holidays and family, the shopping, the planning, the parties, and all the things that add stress to the year end. And then it becomes really overwhelming. And then when we feel overwhelmed, our first instinct is for us to procrastinate. It just feels better. And so I just want to remind you that procrastination is an act of fear. We have a fear of failing and we all do it, right? It's one of those safety features in our brain. We fear making a poor decision about any number of things. And so then we avoid making any decision. We turn our attention to something that requires less focus. And then we find ourselves deeply buried in procrastination. I procrastinate this time of year by turning on the Hallmark Channel to watch those sappy Christmas movies, right? It doesn't matter which one you watch. If you've watched any of the Hallmark Christmas movies, you've kind of watched them all. They're all the same. But that easy act of watching that Hallmark movie is a great way of avoiding decisions. And it helps me to procrastinate. It helps me to avoid the goals. And it feels fun. It feels like self-care when I'm watching a cheesy Hallmark movie. And if something doesn't feel fun to us, if it doesn't feel creative, then we simply want to put it off. And if we call it self-care, then it becomes an excuse not to get other things done. So there's this balance that has to be negotiated between taking care of yourself and taking some useful actions to create the life that you want, and then taking care of your body and brain and taking care of your life. They're all important. So sitting and watching a cheesy Hallmark movie isn't a bad thing. It can be self-care, but if that's the thing that you go to and then you find yourself watching them over and over and over again to avoid your life, that's when it's procrastination and it gets to be a problem, right? We all have some innate 
negative coping mechanisms that we need to understand before we can start to work on change. And so I thought I'd go through a few of them and see if you recognize any of this in yourself. One of them is anger, which seems really weird, right? We get angry, but I do find myself getting that way and getting agitated when something happens that I don't like. This anger comes up when we feel ourselves getting behind in our chores and it's easy to lash out. We lash out at the people or the situation that's causing us to feel like we're not getting things done. And that anger that we feel is a form of procrastination. And then it goes into another negative coping mechanism, which is self-victimization. We think, why me? Why do I have to do everything? Why isn't my husband pitching in? Why aren't my kids doing anything? Whatever the excuse. And if you're a mother, you've probably thought this thought. Why do I have to do everything? Mom seems to be the person in the house that's responsible for most of the things, right? We think it's not fair. And then we feel like a victim. So entertaining that victim mindset isn't useful because it allows you to feel sorry for yourself and it allows you to get stuck in procrastination and use that victimizing thinking as an excuse to stay in procrastination. And then something else that goes hand in hand with that victim thinking is self-blame. We also beat ourselves up for little failures. So we might make a mistake at work, and those are the classic things that we beat ourselves up about, right? We go into that self-blaming mode, or we blame ourselves when we, we feel overwhelmed, and then we catch ourselves procrastinating, and then you just cause more stress so that you go into blame mode, and then it makes you want to procrastinate more. And then it might even push you into depression or simply giving up and We can all agree that depression and giving up is not a useful tool to help us get things done and get moving. So when you feel yourself going through some of those coping mechanisms like anger, victimizing, blaming, and then giving up, just notice that you're slipping into that. You can't change it if you don't acknowledge it. So the first step in changing our mind and getting out of procrastination is being aware of these coping mechanisms. Now we know that we're all likely to procrastinate at this most stressful time of year. So how can we focus and overcome that fear of failure to make some really firm decisions and get some work done? How do we start to take action? How can we get really busy How can we take lots of action, massive action? Because that's what we really want to do, right? We want to just get busy, get to it, get some stuff done, and also use that same energy to take care of ourselves. Procrastination sometimes feels like self-care, but it isn't. It is wasteful. It causes you to go into depression. It can cause you to quit. So that's why it's so important to realize when you're doing it and take some action to get out of it. I like to think something like, just do it, like the Nike ad says, but that's not always that easy. That just do it mentality sometimes is really hard to embrace. So I put together some steps 
that we can use to start getting active and just start doing things. And one of my favorite things to start with is making a list. And this time of year, you want to make the list and check it twice, right? Get all the things that need to be done out of your head and onto a list. However you want to make it, but you have to do it. It seems tedious, but getting the junk out of your head makes all the difference in starting to fix it. So what tasks do you need to complete to achieve whatever the goals are, whether it's family goals or shopping goals or wrapping gifts, any of the things that you need to do, and then prioritize them. So in my brain, if I'm stressing about Christmas shopping, the first thing would be, well, I've got to have a list of who I need to shop for, what I'm going to get them, and I have to complete that first before I move on to the wrapping. Because if I try to bounce around back and forth, I'm going to get confused and my brain's going to want to shut down. So for me, it has to be prioritized. And then you get to work on it. So once you know what you want to get done, then you can prioritize the tasks, break them down into achievable steps that will eventually get to the end goal. And then if you start to feel really paralyzed and fearful and you start to procrastinate while you're making the list, just take one more step or take that list and pull out an easy step and get that step done. Because any action towards completion is going to help you get some momentum going. And also, while you're making your list, release all of the frustrations. Get all of the negative feelings out of your body. You can do a thought dump because what you'll feel come up is all the frustration and overwhelm about the holidays and about this time of year that are building up in your brain. And if you can get them out, then you can look at them objectively. So make your to-do list and then make your thought dump about all your frustrations. And I know it's another list, I'm big on lists, but it's the best way that I know to work on and train our brains. Because if you don't get it out, it stays bottled up inside. And if you can't see it in front of your face, if it's all in the back of your head, you can't sort it out. So write a journal, make a list, thought dump, whatever you want to call it, you need to get it out of your brain. And if you start to feel too worked up to write the list or too worked up and too anxious to do the task of getting things out of your brain, that's where you bring in that breathing exercise or a little bit of meditation or just feeling that anxiety feeling and describing it. Anything to kind of Feel the anxiety and then let it pass so you can start to write. When I'm feeling super anxious, the best thing I can do is just think about my anxiety and decide to feel it. And then once it starts to dissipate, then I can do the brain work. So once you get this list written, once you get it prioritized, once you know what you have to do, then you have to vow to avoid your distractions because it takes determination to keep yourself from getting distracted. And our distractions are the enemies of our focus. So if you know what your triggers are and you can catch yourself 
becoming unfocused, you can quickly turn yourself around. For me, that means staying away from the Hallmark Channel. That means staying off my cell phone. Whatever your triggers are for distraction, then you need to be aware. Remember, it's the decisions that you're afraid of. That's what's wanting you to be distracted, right? So if you can make some solid, quick decisions in the moment, it will keep you from failing to those distractions or turning to those distractions, and it will help keep you from procrastinating. So go back to the list and just do the next thing on the list. When you begin to feel overwhelmed, go back to the list. Take one small action step. Focus on what you can do in the moment. And like I said before, if it starts to feel super overwhelming and the anxiety takes over, then go back to working on the anxiety. This is all a work in process. It's not going to be perfect. It's never going to be perfect. But there are things that we can do to get less unfocused. Now, sometimes the good things in our life can be a distraction from what we want to do right. And what I mean by that is that you'll fill up your day catering to little things in the home, like your your children, or you'll cater to your employees at work, or you'll cater to your clients in place of the things that you really need to do. So it feels like you're doing good things. It feels like you're doing the best things but it can actually be a distraction from what you really want to do to achieve some of those higher goals. So be aware that your brain will offer you easy tasks as a distraction for the things that seem hard. So for me, what happens is I might do laundry when I should be writing the podcast. Laundry feels way easier and it also feels important, right? So I use it as a distraction to procrastinate. So just be aware that we'll sometimes use our life tasks as an excuse to avoid the things that we really want to get done. And overcoming distractions is the way we need to focus. So just be aware of what yours are. And also the next thing is to be aware of your excuses. My favorite thing is blaming others for my lack of focus. This is my excuse that my brain offers. My brain will say, oh, someone just texted me and they interrupted me. I had to pick up my phone and answer. Or someone sent me an email because they wanted to change their coaching appointment. And so I need to address that right now. It can't wait. They're bugging me. Those are the things my brain says. And those are just excuses, right? I'm inventing something to try to avoid doing the work that's difficult. Writing the podcast is difficult. Writing a blog is difficult for my brain. Answering an email feels easier. So I use the excuse that someone contacted me that I have to do it now as my excuse. So be aware what your excuses are. Your excuses are just your brain drama. That brain drama is just noise. So If you can be aware of it, then you can vow to not listen to that drama and stay on track. Some other excuses might be, I had a hard week at work, so I need to rest. I'm tired. I use this one a lot. I'm tired. And it may be true. Maybe I do feel physically tired, but it doesn't keep me from taking action anyway. 
I know we've all been at work and felt tired, but we worked anyway. So just be aware that sometimes you'll use that as an excuse. I'm not saying that you don't need to take care of yourself when you're tired, you do, but realize when you're using it as an excuse versus when you're really using it for self-care. Some of the other excuses that we sometimes think about are, I just can't get motivated. I'm not good at focusing for long periods of time. That's a good one for me. My family needs me. My clients need me. My friends need me. All of those things can be excuses to keep us deep in procrastination. Okay, so right now there's these lawn guys outside in my yard and they are using the lawn blowers and the weed whackers and the lawn mowers and they just keep showing up. And what my brain wants to do is use that as an excuse for not pushing forward with this podcast. So if you hear some noise in the background, I'm just gonna plow forward because my brain wants to use these lawn guys as an excuse to not get this done. And so it's a great example of the procrastination that I could indulge in if I wanted to let these lawn guys distract me, but I'm not going to. So hopefully my son can weed out this noise so you don't have to hear it, but I am definitely hearing it on my end. So if you do hear the lawn guys outside, I'm so sorry. Okay, I digress, so let's move on. What I want you to do is get determined. Determined to make strong decisions that will allow you to take action. Being determined is based on knowing what the right decisions are for you. So what do you wanna do? What is important to you? Not what does my family want me to do, my boss, my clients. Not what they want from me. What do I want? Focusing on the wrong things for you will lead to procrastination. So in order to feel determined to do what you need to do, you need to feel strong about your wants and needs. No one can make decisions for you. Procrastination isn't about you being lazy as much as it is about you being afraid of yourself, afraid of failing, afraid of your decisions. So determination is a good way to overcome that fear, is just deciding on purpose to make a decision and move through it. Beating procrastination is about doing the right things for yourself at the right time and being aware of your brain's excuses and your avoidance techniques. It takes work, believe me, I am the queen of procrastination and not being focused. So it takes work, but you have the power to do it. Okay, so the last thing I wanna say about this, and this is another tool to get over your procrastination, is for you to get some support. Realize that you're not alone. We all do this procrastination thing. We're all struggling with you. And some of my best work comes after I've been coached by someone else that's driven or someone else that can just help me see my brain. So coaches and mentors and people in positions of leadership have a way of helping us sort through our brain drama and get to the root of our procrastination. So I encourage you to reach out for help when you feel stuck and when you really think that procrastination is taking over your life you can change it if you put some effort into it. So my homework for you this week is to decide if you're procrastinating anything. And if you are, 
work out what it is and why you're doing it. Then make your to-do list, prioritize it, and then just start taking some little baby steps like I always encourage you to do. Now, this is going to require some work on your thoughts. And so don't forget to do those thought dumps and thought downloads, but just vow to start working on it because procrastination is just a lack of action. And if you want to get it fixed, you have to take an action. Now, my list of things to do today is sitting right here next to me while I'm recording this podcast and recording this podcast was one of my steps. Did I have some brain drama around it? You bet I did. I really didn't want to sit down and do this, but I really love talking to you and bringing you some information. So I hope some of these things that we've talked about today will help you get out of your procrastination and get something done. I have two quotes for you. One of them is from Thomas Villard. I'm not sure I'm saying that correctly, but the quote says, if you have goals and procrastination, you have nothing. If you have goals and you take action, you will have anything you want. And another one is from Michael Landon, and it says, whatever you want to do, do it now. There are only so many tomorrows. And that's pretty profound coming from someone that is no longer with us. So don't forget that you have to start doing it. Just like Nike says, just do it. I guess that's my third quote. So get something done this week and share it with me when you do. Send me an email to jacapeldvm at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. I love hearing from people that listen to the podcast. It makes me feel very heard and that um, the things that I'm bringing you are helpful. And then if you want to try life coaching, it's something that sounds really weird, I know, but believe me, it's so helpful with everything. Life coaching is amazing. I can't say enough about it. So go to my website, veterinarylifecoach.com or juliecapel.com. There's a place there to sign up for a free introductory coaching if you just want to try it out. You can also just talk to me about it if you really don't want to be coached and you just want to ask me some questions. Sign up there and we can meet. And there's also a place on my website to sign up for my free Wednesday weekly words. Every Wednesday, I send out a little email to my followers, and it basically is just a short bleeb on something you can try this week to feel better and do better. So thank you so much for listening to me today. I really appreciate it. Go out there and take at least one little action step today to work towards the rest of your life. And if you do, share with me. I'd appreciate it. Have a beautiful, sunny week. Bye.